Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find our podcast, along with many other podcasts, along with articles of opinion, video segments, and much, much more. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent with exclusive contents for our Patreons. Hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Sí, es un club que tiene una grandeza que no se comprende si no estás aquí dentro. Son de una magia única, benfiquista. Son nos sentimos así. Por muchos desgustos que podamos tener, valores más altos se levantan. O valor mais alto que se levanta em termos futebolísticos chama-se Benfica. Quero o Benfica intimidar o adversário. Quero o um manto sagrado entrar com vocês em qualquer estado. E estados, pá! É isso que eu quero! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Law Fica podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumaças. With me, as always, Cristiano Oliveira. Cristiano Oliveira, como é que é, amigo? What's up, Alfredo? You sound a little deflated today. I mean, it's the first podcast of the new year. <laughs> I figure Dude, I, I figure hey, what's it up. up, everybody? I I'll change it up for the new year. Same, 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 same oomph. Same oomph. Come on, bro. It's a lesson. You got it. Epa, it's... Uh... Bro, it's 2023. Benfica's in first place. We're back yeah. on the Benfica podcast. Talking about the thing, you know, one of the things we love most. Come on, bro, get get excited for it. Yeah, yeah. Dave's with us also. What's happening, Dave? How you been? What's going on, guys? Happy New Year's <laughs> to uh, to you guys and the uh, the Freddies. Twenty twenty three. Hopefully, brings uh, good good uh, positive vibes for our Benfica and uh, positive vibes here on the uh, Benfica podcast. So looking forward to another year uh, with you guys. Not too many Freddies have arrived in the chat yet, but welcome to all the Freddies. Happy New uh, Year. Happy New Year. Hopefully your holidays were phenomenal. Uh, unfortunately, the first Friday, was it first Friday? Last Friday of the year, I should say, wasn't as phenomenal as we all wished it would have been. But, but nonetheless. The way you want to send off the year, right? Yeah. You know, don't people at New Year's, they throw out, there's a custom in Portugal, they throw, they throw out. Plates on the streets to break see, plates see. and stuff like that. Well, that's what we needed. We went to the Pedreira and we just broke shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they broke our shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. It was. But uh, here we are, safe and sound. Uh, thank you for for joining us and and for all your support in 2022. And here we are for another another voyage, another trip in this 2023. Hopefully, it's one that uh, we have a trophy uh, halfway through the year. Hopefully. I'm hoping. Um, we're still in first, as Cristiano mentioned, despite uh, having our first loss of the season, 28 games. Hey, man, if you're going to do it, it was last year. Throw it out the window, baby, because we're going <laughs> to be undefeated this year. Set up a perdera, one passada este ano, clean slate. Keep moving on, and yo. I'll use the line that Peggy uses. It's 2020. I asked Peggy, because Peggy's in Australia. 
Yeah, that guy's always ahead so, of us. So he, I asked. He's kind of like he's kind of like Luis Vieira. That's on our friend Peggy and the same friend as Yeah, he was like. So I asked Peggy, how's twenty 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 three looking so far? And he said, so far, Benfica's still undefeated this year. And he's right. So far, they haven't played. But we're undefeated. I don't think we wanted them to. Based on the way they played on Friday, I don't think any of us wanted them to play anytime soon. So, <laughs> I mean, they do play this coming Friday. But before we get into that, we obviously have a lot to break down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, we just, uh, we're just we're, we're doing a little bit of a, of a dance here in Shishorish to uh, get the Freddies in before we get going to the I mean, if you want to Shishorish, then ask Dave. Dave, uh, how do you Canadians celebrate New Year's? I mean, what do you guys do? Lots of poutine and champagne. What? Yeah. How we? Maybe the Canadian, the most Canadian answer I can give to you guys is not how we celebrate New Year's Eve, but on New Year's Day we do the polar bear dip, <gasps> which right. is uh, going into the uh, the lake for a uh, a swim on you uh, do that New day? Year's Day. You partake? I have not. I didn't do that this year. I have done it in the past, but you know, I did not I, do it this year. I, for 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 the guys on, on you know that follow us for a long time, obviously that follow um, uh, Nuno Gomes and his brother. Tiago and everybody on social media, you'll see every year. I've noticed that every year, the first, the first of the year, whatever they go, him and his family, they all go and take a dip into the Praia de Carcavelos. They take a dip into the water, bro. Yeah, they they do that every year, and I see Tiago post it all the time. So that's cool. That so the Canadians have the polar bear. Is it butt naked or like you go dressed? How does no, that work? No, it's not. You don't. Have, you don't have to go butt naked. Some people go in costumes. Some people dress up as Santa Claus and, and do the whole gear. But that's just more clothes you so, have to. So why haven't take you? Uh, at the end of it. Why haven't you ever uh, taken part in that, Dave? I have. I didn't do it this year. Oh, you have. You have. Yep, yeah, but not this year. And. Oh, every every bone in uh, your body is clinched uh, tight, and uh, you're you're walking a little funny for a couple of uh, minutes yeah, afterwards. Yeah, it takes you about it's three, uh, three, it's refreshing. Yeah, and it takes you about three three hours to find your bolinha. No, I tell you, you know what I've done. <laughs> yeah. I, I've obviously I've never I've never I've never jumped in, in anything as cold like that is that right ever, but I've done that. Um, you know when you go to like a chiropractor and they got the machine the bio, the freeze whatever it's called. Oh, biofreeze. Is it biofreeze? Is that what it's called? They give you gloves and, and oh yeah 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 yeah. I'm in yeah, underwear yeah. and they give me gloves. The cryogenic, cryo, cryo, cryo. Yeah, cryo. that's it. And that's I tell it. you, man, you're up to your neck. You're supposed you to go. And, and well, it depends how tall you are. See, I'm a short guy. <laughs> tall guy might be up to the neck. You know, me's right above the the cabeza. But uh, but the long story short, though, um, that it's like I guess two to three minutes. I'm, I'm if I recall, because this was years ago. And like after a minute, it's the most they'll allow you, I think. After minute twenty, bro, I'm ready to get out of there. Oh my yo, it's crazy. And one day I went in there without gloves. I tell you, I mean, you, oof, your fingers, the tippy, it's it's rough, Dave. So, congrats to you and all the Canadians, man. You guys are nuts, but yeah, congrats, man. That's what's up. So, custe entrar, so pretty, so. Then you, you know, hopefully you have somebody waiting for you with a manta. Put that shit over you. Oh yeah, warm up real quick. What about what about that piece of foil that they put over? That shit actually that shit works. Don't work. That, that, that's good to wrap no, turkeys and Thanksgiving. That's for the, the astronauts. Yeah, that's that's more. I don't know if it's for the cold or it's for the heat. Well, I don't know what that I guess is. It could be for both. They give it to right. If you're burning, you're coming out of water. You're cold. You need heat. I've also seen them giving it to uh, marathon runners yeah. after they finish because it's cold. Could be. They be running those marathons when, they're in like warm, December. And then all of a sudden their yeah, body yeah, yeah. Uh, loses temperature quick. But anyway. Uh, anyways. Here yeah. we are. We're not here uh, to talk Ricardo about Teixeira, Red Baron, up in the chat. Evening, gents. 
Uh, Ricardo, yes, we will uh, get into that. Here's what's on the menu for tonight. We'll we'll recap that Braga game that happened this past Friday. We will talk about this uh, this whole Enzo saga. Look ahead to to uh, Portimonense and also look at January schedule. What's on tap for January? Uh, 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 we say that every month is important. Every game is important for Benfica, but certainly. Um, with uh, with the Verzin for the Portuguese Cup and Sporting in January, uh, and also fighting all kinds of rumors in the papers about people going out in and out. It's always a trying a trying uh, time. It always is, but this year fans. in particular is a little bit different than normal. Why the is game, it different? The games are super important, and then the nonsense. Benfica had gotten to this point with very very minimal controversy all year. Or ruckus, right? I mean, the biggest thing in Benfica world, right? The biggest uproar in Benfica world was the was Ming Suarez or Oliveira, whatever. He was, he was put in the second row. <laughs> that was the biggest controversy <laughs> that they had to answer. When things were going well, yeah, right? My, my man never no, – he didn't get to sit front row. He had to sit second row, so that, that had to make the news. And now you're finally facing some turmoil. There is some adversity here. Um, I've heard different stories – uh, from people inside the locker room. I've had conversations. Then I've had conversations with other people that said a lot of that is just newspaper talk. So I, I, I don't know what to believe. Uh, but, yeah, they've definitely had to 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 to, to handle this situation with Enzo Fernandes um, with kid gloves, uh, obviously. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. So, so you asked. Oh, David, this guy asked. No, but I'm saying, how is January different for you? And you're getting right into the the meat and potatoes of the podcast. This January is different because it's diff- every year you hit, you have these tough games on the turn of the clock, right? It seems like January because of the Tasa of the League and all that stuff. But this year you get the extra fat. You get the extra layer of fat, <laughs> which is the Enzo Franz situation. <laughs> you know, you get that extra layer. You so. get the turkey with the trimmings. Yes, yes. So. Trying to but say. we'll get into that. But before we get into that, I just want to say, once again, what's up to all the Freddies? I want to give a shout-out to our boys on Rome Street. Um, they know That's very right. well they are. They We went to watch the game with them on Friday. Uh, evening, unfortunately, I don't think I'll ever be back after that result. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. I'll repay you uh, the beer, but <laughs> but no jokes aside, man, it was it was very cool to watch the game with those guys and yeah, diehard Benfiquistas. Yeah, we kept thinking maybe this was just bad luck, and they probably were thinking the same thing. Yeah, they're, they're probably thinking guys. they're not gonna have us back. <laughs> yeah, we can't have these guys back. They give us bad luck, man. Yeah, yeah, bad juju. We blame them. They blame us. Yeah, so let's get into this uh, Braga game. I'll give you the lineup and we'll get going. Uh, Vlaco Dimus, Ba Silva. Otamendi, Grimaldo, Tino, and Enzo in the middle. João Mario, Arsenis, Rafa behind uh, Ramos. Um, so let's let's ask the question: Were 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 you surprised at all that uh, both Argentinians, after a, a bunch of days of partying, just arriving in Portugal that week, that they were both selected to uh, start? Was I surprised? Yes and no. And I think I think it's a lot easier, Dave. I think it's a lot easier for us to sit here today and say, "Yeah, I'm surprised after all the crap you've heard that Enzo didn't feel that he was up to playing at the time." So it's a it's a lot easier to sit and play Monday morning quarterback. But at the same time, look, if the coaching staff thought these guys were 100, percent they were going to play him. I have a huge problem if it is indeed the case that Enzo approached Ricardo to Roger Schmidt and said, "Look." My, my mind is not here right now. I've just won the World Cup. I've spent a week and a half doing nothing but partying and drinking. I, if you could leave me on the sideline, I'd appreciate it. Um, and we'll see how the game goes. But at the same time, I understand Roger Schmidt's position. Imagine Benfica 
had decided to leave Enzo on the sideline, right? And they still come away with this 3 nothing defeat. And then what are you going to say? Yo, how do you leave Enzo on the bench? So there was no real way for that that the club was, in particular the coaching staff, was going to come out, you know, looking pretty out of this unless they won the game. Um, but if that is indeed the case, I'm a little shocked. As far as Otamendi, another guy that obviously won the World Cup, was out there celebrating. But that dude, he's shown ever since day one that he's joined Benfica, um, that he's a true professional. Um, he's going to do what it takes. He's the captain of the team. I know Andre Almeida still carries the title, but hopefully not for long. But he's the captain of the team. He's the guy that that you know that gets everybody, uh, everybody's mindset uh, going in these big matches. He's the leader in the locker room, and I'm I'm really not shocked about him. But the Enzo thing, man, like I I just there's so much going through my mind when it comes to this whole situation because I, like I said, I've spoken to people in the locker room that have confirmed to me that 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 was indeed the case. I've spoken to other that people. He did ask yeah, not that, to play? that he did ask not to play. And not just that he did. It was ugly. Things got ugly for a little while. And the players, everybody's looking around, and that things got really ugly uh, between Ricosta had to, to, to intervene. And, and and things got, like I said, just keep it pretty because I can't really share too many details. Yeah. But it, it got ugly. And then I also spoke to other players who were like, listen, man, think about it. If a player doesn't want to play, you think somebody's going to force him to play? Think about it. What player doesn't want to play at that stage? Right? It's a big game. He's coming back from the World Cup. And if he didn't want to play, there's nobody's going to force him to play. Because the guy would just go out there and mope around. And that's not what he did. Yes, he did not have the typical Enzo Fernandez game. But at the same time, I don't think he was one of the worst players out there. Yeah. You? Well, that, no. that's what I was going to say. Like, Enzo and, and Otamendi, sure, if you want to have that excuse that they were out partying for a week and a half back in Argentina, that's fine. But was Vlaco Rimos drinking for the last two weeks? Was Ba <laughs> drinking for the last two weeks? Silva? Uh, Silva? Like, all these guys Florentino. didn't show up to to play. the whole, The whole team didn't show up to play. So, um, you can also flip it around and say Enzo and, and Otamendi should be coming in at top form, considering they're the, uh, still playing last week, where a lot of these guys have had a, a month off of not really uh, uh, that much match, uh, that many matches under their belt, right? But the whole team looked like they've been partying for the last two weeks, not just Enzo and, and Otamendi, but. The, the whole Enzo saga, I'm sure we're going to touch upon it, but the to just pinpoint those two guys, I don't think is is fair when the whole team looked like they were no, 100%, uh, they, in yeah. shambles and, and out of sorts. Very well put. I, I completely get it. Look, it's an important game. It's a game where you're coming off a, a, long, um, a long stoppage, and you kind of want to stamp and you want to give continuity to what you had been doing up until this point, even though – Coming off a, a a stoppage like this and a break like this where the players were off, there was no competitive rhythm, is always going to be tricky. And I, I understand Roger Smith saying, this is the best 11 I could field. And regardless, a guy says, and I can't play, or whatever Enzo's situation was, whether it was mentally or physically, I don't know. You're a servant. You're an employee of the club. We're yeah, paying but, you to play, but you have to. You have to, Alfredo. You have to read the room. No, I, I, I understand. But uh, it's like you, what you guys are all saying at the end of the day, I don't think anyone could say you guys are wrong, right? They get paid by the club, not by the national team. They're there to be professionals. Yada yada. yada. I totally, yeah, a hundred percent. But you have to read the room. You have to understand. You have to realize these guys have just won a World Cup. The Putu comes off of the best young player in the World Cup. Aside from Messi, who everyone was jerking off, and, and, and Martinez, the goalkeeper for saving all the penalties, 
Enzo was probably number three in line in yeah. terms of yo importance. And so the dude was was in cloud nine, drinking, celebrating. He comes back at the last minute when he has to come back. It's not like he came back early. He came back when he had to come back. Right. The club told him. And my man's mind is still, look, yeah, just like I said, he's been partying, drinking. His mind's still not into a game. Now, I think a lot of these decisions were made. You guys are saying that Benfica hadn't played in a while. Like, uh, no, Benfica played a game a week previous, a week earlier, which they shit the bed, which they should have won that game to yeah. continue and survive in the Tasa de Liga, Tasa de Cerveja, which they didn't. And I think a lot of that, a lot of the decisions by fielding your strongest 11, obviously you're facing a tough opponent on the road, and then you're going off a game that six days earlier, five days earlier, whatever it was, the team wasn't at its best. So let me insert my best guys on the field because this is what I need for these three very important points. And I think a lot of – it was a mixture of all those decisions. But, again, to sit here and just point the figure at Enzo – I totally no, understand. You you but at the end a lot of the more day, other, there's a lot of guys that you can But at the end of the day, you have to, bro, read the room. The guys, you can't tell me the yeah. guy was in a mindset to play that game. Yeah. No, I, I, look, I, I, I completely get it. I, I get it. It's important. It's, But my thing is that it's an important game and you feel your strongest 11. But I do understand. Uh, but here's the thing, man. And, and this is going to come up again when we start discussing this whole Enzo saga. Um. Yeah, let's talk about the game and then we'll talk about Enzo because yeah, the game will be quick because it's not to talk let, about. Let's do that, right? <laughs> um, much better Braga than Benfica scored an early goal. Uh, an early goal. Early? You call that early? Two minutes. Oh, no, it was like a 105. <laughs> well, it's in a, it was in the second Bro, minute. I hadn't even popped open my first Corona. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was that. Well, that's because we we didn't have a bottle opener. We had the the, the lighter between between the. Between the early goal and, and watching this game on RTP Internacional Oof. and having this commentator every two seconds, pa, o David Ortiz da Angola, abraço, beijinhos, follow Instagram, follow, <laughs> hey, bro, every two, every two minutes. Awful. The, guy, the game's going on and he's talking about João Antonio from Suíça. Grande abraço, Instagram. Oh, my God. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awful. Maybe they can give us a shout out. He was the whole time he was plugging in his Instagram and it was inviting people to interact with him. Dude, just commentate the game. I think it was I think it was RTPs. I don't think it was. It, 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 it could be, but just yeah. commentate yeah. the game. He was he wasn't he was bad too. He was bad. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the the game got got ugly fast. And, and look, you look at this game and and Befica didn't really create anything in in the first half. Uh, but you you can't help but to think that if they don't allow that that early goal Maybe the game goes in a different way. Maybe they they start getting a little bit more uh, comfortable. consistent, comfortable, uh, confident. But instead, it was it was Braga that grew in confidence uh, as the, as the half went on, and they would have eventually put in the second and go into the locker room up to nothing on Benfica. And you got to you look at it the could have been more. It could have been more. You look at the score. But you said it's deserve it. Benfica didn't really do much. Uh, and Braga scored two goals that they created and they were able to put away. Benfica, this whole game made Ruiz and the Orta brothers <laughs> look like Mbappe, Messi, and, and, and Neymar. <laughs> I mean, they toyed with our defense. They yeah. did exactly what they wanted at all times. They created havoc. They created opportunity after opportunity. And we just sat there, ball watched. Even in that second goal, or no, no the third goal, I know you're going to get to that. 
you see guys tracking back. The goalkeeper kicks the ball long. Orta traps it, wins a 50-50 ball, by whatever. And, and, and one of our midfielders, Romari, was just sitting there watching. Rather than keeping the run going, no, I guess he thought, he got confident. I guess he thought, I think was it thought No, it was Ba, right? Well, third, it was ba. The, yeah, it was Ba. He thought that Ba was <laughs> going to win it, and he stopped his run. Therefore, he just left. Who I forget who was in the middle that tapped it in. I think it was. Orta. Was Orta to Orta? Yeah. No, Orta won the ball, and then he played it to the middle. I forget who scored the no, third goal. I, I closed my eyes. Orta scored that. the second goal. But yeah, I'm talking about the you third didn't goal. Score the third goal? Not rescore the first, no? Ruiz, no, and Horta Horta scored, scored the second the f- and the third. Yeah. Oh, he scored the second and the third. Yeah. So how do you win that ball on the left and then score? I don't you um I, I think it was you. Ruiz that that won that ball. And then he just you they were then, two on then one. I'm, then I'm making it a mistake. It was an easy one. Then I'm making a mistake. Wait. And then I'm it, I'm it it was goes, an easy one. But uh <laughs> look at Bro, you, normally I go back and watch these games, but, but <laughs> for what? I didn't you watch know, no highlights. Chris is right. Chris is right. Horta does win the ball. Horta starts off that that yeah, transition. He wins the ball. The goalkeeper pa- goes long. It off, passes it off. Passes Ruth, it off, and then he, go, he okay. goes and yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what happened. Okay. But uh, yeah, look, there's nothing to it. it. It's just a better Braga, and mind you, this is a Braga that has just lost five one to to Sporting. Uh, but look, confident playing at home. Uh, did their homework. Benfica didn't show up for the game. Braga wanted the game more. Uh, and look, I, and Braga also knew that if they had lost this game, they're kind of away from that that top group. Uh, with them winning winning the game, they get three points to stay with the top group. And they kind of uh, they make their mark. Benfica, once again, created very little. There is no creativity up top. You have Rafa going at 150 miles per hour. And, and as you guys know, when you're doing everything as quick as you can, sometimes you don't do it as well as you can. Um, there's really – it's one thing I've, I've, I've you know hammered on here on the podcast since July um, or August, whatever it was, that I started bitching about it, that there was not enough depth on this team. And now in the game like this where Benfica needed to make changes, where guys were all – seemed like they were all still on their World Cup break. I mean, if he has to go to the bench and refresh the squad in order to create some opportunities and start getting the ball rolling and get some possession on the offensive third in order to alleviate some of that pressure on our defense, who was horrific, and our goalkeeper, I don't know what the hell he was thinking about, but there, there was none. There was none. We severely lacked David Neres once again. He's the only guy on the squad that we have that takes on players one-on-one, is able to beat them and create. We hope that now with this Enzo Fernandez saga, that and I've been saying this. I told you, Alfredo, plenty of times. Sell, pack it in. Let's go, go, go. Buy two, three players. Reinforce this squad to make this late run here in the season. But at the end of the day, man, it's scary. Gonzalo Rums, and I'm not trying to single guys out because strikers can't do much when without service. But there was no, there was these guys didn't exist this whole game. Yeah, and it was I, terrible. I have a, I have a hard time um, accepting when Benfica puts in a second forward. I don't think that Benfica has polished that system well enough. It just seems rushed when they play with two forwards. Well, it doesn't help Very when you have rare. a guy cinder block going up top with cinder block feet. Cinder block feet. Come on, bro. It but doesn't it's help. Pesta, but it's when Musa came in, he looked like he looked like a third central defender for Braga. Yeah, it's, uh, and look, uh, it, it, you know, we don't want to beat a dead horse, but you look at the bench and you say, well, all right, who could come in to make a difference? Absolutely no one. No faith in anybody. No, the only guy, the only guy we have, unfortunately, had to start this game because Neres was injured, and that's Auschnitz. I, I still can't pronounce it. Yeah, but that when, even when Auschnitz came to the middle, much better. 
after he, he came in the middle. I don't know why he plays Florida on the outside. I still don't understand why he plays on the outside. Yeah, I mean, he, I, and if you guys go back, you guys on all the Freddies in the chat, you know I touched on it last week. I didn't understand why you're playing Shikimu in the middle, him on the outside when he comes into the middle. He's a much better player. And now you see it again. Florentino had a nightmare. Nightmare. My man had a nightmare. Now, look, it's one game, guys. Dave, it's one game. If we had to lose, let it be Lash. <laughs> I don't want to lose. Yeah, this and if we but, if we're gonna lose, let it be against Braga too. I I would hate to to lose against uh, Pastreiro or Vizela de Vida. I don't know, but it simply we just weren't good enough, and and that's what it boils down to. Uh, you can't complain about the refereeing. Uh, I think that maybe the only thing that I would say is that Gilberto should have come in at halftime for Ba. ba. I don't know I, if it makes a difference. No, but dude, it makes a difference. The attitude. It, uh, Gilberto might not give you anything going forward, but at least defensively, he's going to give you an effort. Ba, Epa, Dash, but I think our ba, 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 yo, listen. But I think Ba's Schmidt, getting to the point, Danny, Dave. Ba's getting to the point defensively. Uh, <laughs> I might want Andre Almeida in Schmidt's there, bro. Boy. He, he's Schmidt's boy, and, and Schmidt's just going to keep on Dave? riding him. Where he's he's giving him. He's just letting him go because if if uh, we saw at the beginning of the season, Gilberto was getting the early run there while. Ba was getting integrated to the uh, the squad there, but it's not like Gilberto was making any of these uh, defensive mistakes. But Ba was given the the position, and I think it's going to take a lot to go the other way because Schmidt it's Schmidt has Ba's or Ba has Schmidt's seal of approval there. Yeah, I don't, I but, don't, but I don't know if it makes a difference. But I think that there's different uh, different intensity. There's a different spirit in that right with Gilberto. Uh, but where we were struggling was in the final third because we couldn't get anything in the final, final third. We were too predictable. There's no guys that can make a difference. And, yes, Nurse was was sorely missed because he's the What's one guy injury? that can make a difference. I don't know. It was muscular, I think. Something to do muscular. Is he, is What's he, his injury, Nurse? Is he out for this weekend, too? Because I'm pretty sure I saw Rafa's suspended. Yeah, Rafa's suspended with yellow card accumulation. Yeah, but they, so and then there's hope the next game. that Otamendi, I think Otamendi's one away also. If he gets yeah, one this Otamendi's week, then he might. Away. But then there's a cup game in between, right? There's in a the scene, but I don't. Yeah. But I don't know if, uh, if they clean in the cup. They do. I think they do. You sure? Yeah, I, it's one of the cups. The they clean in one of the cup. cup because the league. Oh, in is the, the league, league cup. Okay, yeah, so I then I think that's how I it know works. it's one of the cups. I'm not familiar. Shit's always changing. Anyway, uh, somebody, some, somebody in the chat, sense. let us know. But look, just just to to to, to finish up on, on Gilberto. One thing is, I have a thousand percent certain on this that Gilberto's in that game and they give up that early goal. He's slapping people. He's waking people up. He's not just taking a back seat. There's definitely a different spirit. Now, I'm not telling you, you know, Gilberto's this phenomenal player by any stretch of the imagination, but the guy has that rasa. He's got that attitude. In a game like this, where Benfica goes on a road, bro, you need that. You need to match the intensity of the opposition. Chico Marcelino is saying he's got... I was, I was going to get into got, the it's comments. Got, it's gotten to the point that uh, Grimaldo's a better defender than Bat. Than Bat. Than Bat. For this FA. <laughs> Red Baron, worst game I've seen. Tino playing along. No, I was going to read some of the comments once we – No, no, but read it? no, finish up. Finish no, up go, before. Go, go read the, the comments because we're finished the game. Get somebody uh, – So, Ricardo Teixeira, happy new year. Rapidly forget the horrible Friday match. Yeah. Your thoughts on Enzo's situation. Red Baron, SLB. Good evening, folks. Upiralau, Zaparseu, Confri. He's talking about Dave dipping into the polar bear situation. 
Uh, Nick Valadon, good evening, gentlemen. How are you feeling about you Enzo? Don't, you don't have to read those comments. Just read the ones relevant to the topic. They're okay. They're all relevant. I can't believe that Chelsea are actually <laughs> meeting the release clause. Hopefully, we reinvest and shore up the depth in the midfield. Happy New Year from Anthony David. Uh, Maltez has come by again. I guess he's one of the now boys. You're, gonna be, you're worse than the guy on RTP. Hey, bro. Listen, I'm trying to... <laughs> let, I get to plug your Instagram along the way. <laughs> you know what it is. If you don't mention some Freddies, they're going to stop commenting. So I try to make everybody happy. Uh, Sheik Marcelino says another therapy session. I see the Morenes game give hints of what was coming. Um, so you want me to just keep uh, no net is no party from Nelson uh, Nelson Nelson Tor Benfa. Uh, there's too many comments here to to, to 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 go one by one, but still, worst game I've seen Tino play in a long time. Red Baron reigning entertainment. I still think Tino is better than Ruben Neves Davida. Sheik Marcelino the point Grimaldi as you mentioned before definitely the way we are playing I would have done a Deschamps first half Gilberto win that's from Raining Entertainment yeah keep the comments coming I'll, I'll as a look I'll read all your comments but I'm being told by the boss that I no you don't have to say the hello fellas good night good evening why you not don't have to read those it's the first first podcast of the year the guys want to say hello to everybody no, I just read the ones that are relevant to the conversation we we read them all but you know to read them out, out loud in the podcast it, it just adds to the to the fun but anyway. Um, andiamo andiamo <laughs> uh, first loss of the season we're still five points uh, ahead of the second place team I think we're nine ahead of Sporting yeah so I mean look uh, nothing is lost um, Sporting is on fire bro a, lo a loss was was it's let's 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 talk about this right I, I think it's 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 unrealistic to think that a team could go undefeated because those things happen very, 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 very seldom. It's good to have the hope that your team could go and, and maybe you start to gather this momentum where it said, hmm, the way this team has been playing, the way they, the performances and how they get results, can certainly we could certainly see this, season get, this team getting to the end of the season with an immaculate, what an immaculate uh, losing column, but that's not the but, case. But we can still go undefeated into twenty twenty three. No, that's Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, we only got like three of them in the last fifty eight years or whatever it is. I like, I like the so, way you think. But yeah, let's look, go undefeated I, I think there. We were we were bound to to lose a game. Um, and, and like I said, I I rather lose this game against Braga and, and Braga clearly was better than Benfica, and I don't think there's anybody that will say. Uh, otherwise, but I rather play uh, rather lose against Braga than lose against the Vizela and play ugly. Before we wrap up this Benfica Braga, Vizela. terrible nightmarish game. Question: You both have to answer, and, and the Freddies in the chat as well. If you guys want to answer, but you guys ready to move on from Blacko? Like I've been ready to move on from him for the last three years. Blacko Demos. No, I was ready last I, year. I don't think there's anybody that disputes the idea that we need another goalie. And to get another goalie, for me, you have to get a goalie that's going to compete with him for the start. Because to give a guy a spot on the bench and he's always going to sit on the – I'd rather have Samu. I, I, I'd rather have Kokubu on the bench. <laughs> the two guys that end with the U. Yoku. On the bench. <laughs> Yokubu or Kokubu? Kokubu. I thought it was Yoku. Yokubu. No, Yokubu used to play at Everton, right? Something like that. Whatever. Go ahead. No, look, I mean, if you're going to bring in a coach, uh, 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 a goalie to sit on a bench, give the young kids a chance to sit on the bench. Yeah, but I, you got to bring I, a guy to compete. But I, I, the question is, 
move on from Vlacodimos, which clearly states it's a goalie to start, so not a goalie to sit on the bench. So do you want to sit Vlacodimos on the bench and, and start Samu? You could get rid of No, start, no, start no, milk? no, milk, milk's gone. Helton Milk, you got to send him to Brazil. I know, but you got to send Helton Milk, milk to Brazil. Pinho, Pinho, Pine is gone. No, you got you to gotta send him. But now Pinho's gone too, Pine. Pine. Yeah. But, but no, I'm not ready to move on to Samu. Absolutely not. No, but I'm saying, but there's guys that Benfica could go out there and get. Is there, there are guys. Yeah, I like. I love there's, Kevin there's Trapp. A, love Kevin rumor, Trapp. Uh, there, there's there was a rumor Navas, about a, but there's too much money. A young Italian goalie. I don't, but I don't know nothing about that but guy. To bring a, a a young goalie, man. I don't know. You got. I think that Samu's got talent. I think that the the other young kid that plays for the bees got talent, but he's really really young. Um. But I don't know. I need. We need some somebody to compete. It was Kevin Trapp. Horrible, horrible. That Where's Kevin Trapp playing? In Germany? Yeah. Hmm? Frankfurt, yeah. right? Yeah, Frankfurt. Go get him. Yeah. He's American, right? No. He's English? <laughs> German. But he's American descent? No. Why? Because his name's Kevin? The his name is Trapp. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a double P. <laughs> oh, it's a. I'm sorry. Uh, the double P makes all the difference. Dave, some stats yeah. so we can move on, brother. <laughs> Uh, as uh, we alluded to earlier, it was the fastest goal Benfica has conceded uh, this season in the uh, second minute mark there. Um, third consecutive season that Ricardo Horta scored against Benfica, so we didn't pay up, and uh, he punishes us uh, twice in this game. And uh, also, as we uh, oh, spoke Dave, in Dave, first Dave. defeat. Let me, let me, let me, yeah. let me, let me interrupt you. No, 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 because, yo, for those of you, and Shiku, I think Shiku's one. I love you, Shiku, by the way. I just want to say, but for those of you... Bring Horta, because he's Benfiquista. Benfiquista this, Benfiquista. And I'd always say what I say to you on the podcast. Benfiquista so will. That motherfucker celebrated with the, with the, with the pigeon stuff. Yo, agora para vocês verem. Para Benfiquista são os castão. Os Benfiquistas são os castão. I don't want to hear that again. Finish, finish, finish off. And the first uh, defeat in 29 games uh, this season. Uh, second best record in team history to open up a season. Uh, without uh, a loss, the uh, record still stands at 32 games, uh, which was in 1959-60 uh, season. Yeah. What, 33? Yeah, there's a, 32. There's a, a lot of... Uh, 32, 33. A lot of talk about this, this or the... The record most on, to start a season without a loss? Yeah. 33. Isn't that Sven Goren, Sven Goren Eriksson, 33? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Is it? Yeah. Is it Sven or Jimmy Hagen? <laughs> I thought it was 33. I thought it was uh, this guy. Yeah, but, um, you know, even Schmidt said that we didn't at the end of the game. And, and that's why I appreciate – what I appreciate about Schmidt is that he, he really – he tells you like it is. And oftentimes he gets mistranslated because I listen to his press conferences all the time and then when they translate that shit, is always something else. It always gives it a different meaning than what he really meant. Uh, but he was very frontal. He said we we just we weren't we weren't good. We didn't deserve to win. It's simple as that. And it's football. Some you can't win all the games. Sometimes you're gonna lose games too. I appreciate that candor from him. Uh and certainly he's still still good in my book. Uh but uh, I think that he's he needs to refocus this team for this month of uh January. But uh it's kinda hard when everything that is going on, um is distracting for the team. Uh, and there's a lot of talk. There's there's talk on the papers uh, every day. Uh, there's guys on Twitter, podcasts, so on and so forth, talking about this whole 
Enzo saga. Um, the fact of the matter is that we're not behind doors and we really don't know what's going on. Do we know if he was authorized to go spend New Year's Eve in, in uh, Argentina? We don't. We do know that he missed two practice sessions on, on, on Monday. When the club specifically said no exceptions, Roger Schmidt said no exceptions, no this one's allowed to go before the Braga home. game. I don't care. He was asked about it, and yes. he said, yeah, the, the club has rules and regulations. Nobody's allowed to go away. Correct. Everybody's supposed to be here. We have training. They started practicing twice a day because he's obviously not happy with the way the team has been playing. Um, so he wanted the guys to be around because he wanted to get back on the practice field because the 100%. team needs to be that fine-tuned machine it was prior to the World Cup break. And he bounced. He went home. Then doesn't even show up on time. Misses two practices. I mean, the club has to come down hard on them. They absolutely have to find them. I just don't agree with everything else that everybody's going cuckoo caca on, on these yeah, guys. Yeah, but uh, but let me ask you this, right? So does the lack of communication from the club allow for everybody to run rampant with whatever their theories are? The media, the people on social no, media. This has to be held, uh, handled indoors, bro. Internally. Be internally, behind behind closed doors. This is not for the media. It's not for us. They don't have to. Recourse to the president doesn't have to come out and tell us, oh, I find the play. No, that, that, that's that's but, closed. But he would, uh, but you have to discipline them. You have to let them know a key came under some laws, and you have to abide by our rules. When you leave, you leave. But until you leave, you follow our house rules. Let's um, – Let's set the stage, right? So, uh, Rui Costa has, has mentioned that nobody's leaving in the winter unless people hit or club hits their claws. Uh, so, apparently, uh, at first, who was uh, who was it? Oh, Liverpool? We talked about this last week that Liverpool had the right of first refusal, but then made a formal offer. Then Chelsea popped in the picture, and apparently, Chelsea, according to a lot of the social media that we've been reading, offered 120 million, but. Uh, over, so over the clause. Over clause because with the clause was under with the installments. Uh, with the installments is over because then right. they play for some interest like, and then you could get the monthly the the, the yearly installments or whatever it is the installment but, payments. The one twenty is up front, right? But I think that the the if if Chelsea pays all Benfica all that money up front, then I think they're in trouble with the UEFA financial fair play, fair play yeah. right? So that's what they're trying to do. And I don't know if the impasse is because Bifigo wants X amount of money up front and Chelsea is trying to break it up so they could stay within the financial fair play. I don't know what it is. I've also heard that the the interest has gone, uh, has gone cold, too, from Chelsea. Uh, and it's said through the now it's all but it, it, the, the thing is now that the, ploy, the club is being very mum about the whole situation. Uh, staying very sound. And I understand if they have rules and regulations, the player has been communicated to, um, the, the coach has spoken to the player, uh, the player has spoken to Rui Costa, and all these things are being handled internally. It's, 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 it's business as usual for Benfica. The media and everybody else is what's making a big circus out of this whole situation. And I get that. I can't – you as, as an intelligent – person, listener, viewer, whatever, I think you have the right to be selective with what you hear and really take your, make your own conclusions. Don't let yourself be driven by everything that you read in the newspapers and everything that you read in CMTV or watching CMTV or on the radio. 
Make your own determination based on what you think is logical. And for me, logical is that the situation is being handled internally. Would Benfica do something like coming out to the media and say something? Would that help Benfica? I don't know. No, they don't have to. Oh, you got. But you're right. But, but, they don't but, have you, to. but you give. You're giving your opinion. You're giving advice to people to follow, to to to, to come up with your own conclusion. But at the end of the day, it's very simple. Just follow the facts. Right. Facts are. Roger Schmidt clearly said in a press conference, "Players are not allowed to go." That's home. what we know. Okay, that's a fact. No, that's not what we know. He said it publicly. We know for sure. We, that's what we know for sure. We know for sure that Enzo didn't heed those that advice, and he and, and what he do. Went to Argentina for Went to years. Argentina. We know that for a fact. We know for a fact he missed a day of training, two practices, right? It's right. a fact. That's all you need to know. So what does that lead you to believe? It leads me, at least, to believe that the guy, the kid, is forcing his way out. He is being ill-advised by his agent, but this is part of this. This is how it works in the football, in the football world. This is how it is. Listen, you want out, you got to force your way out. He's doing everything he can. To make his time at Benfica and the right. people around the miserable. This is a guy, and I'm not bashing a guy I don't know him personally, right? None of us here know him personally. If you know him personally, then you're more than willing to, you're more free to talk. But we can't forget that when he came to Benfica, when he was leaving Buenos Aires to go to, to Madrid and then connect flight to Lisbon, he said, This is a trampoline for me. Again, follow the facts. This is not made up by Sam TV. It's not made up by journal. This is just facts. The guy didn't think you were a priority. He wanted to continue playing and representing River Plate to possibly win the Libertadores. Again, putting you off as secondary. Then he only came because he was eliminated. And then as on his way, he says, this is a trampoline. And now all of a sudden you're expecting a guy to show his love and cry for the club when a monster deal pops up in front of him? Come on, bro. Just- no, I, I, I don't think that it, I don't expect him to show his love, but I expect him to be professional. Yeah, but I, but but how do you how 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 can you continue to be professional and get your wish, which is to move at the end of the day? It's not going to work. Benfi- he's trying to again. I, I his agents. He's forcing his way out. I understand that he's forcing his way out. The picture from his agent is not innocent. No, they know very well what they're doing. Nobody needed to take a picture of him celebrating New Year's and post it on social media. No, unless it was intended to. I I was okay with the picture of him, his wife, and his daughter. Leave it at that. Everything else was extras. When you get all everything else was intentional. Family. Yeah, because because I like I said to somebody, if I looking at that one picture where it's him, his wife, and his daughter. Do you know he's not in Cascais? Do you know he's not in Mortosa? Do you know he's not in Minha? I don't know. I can't. I don't. Somebody, Somebody was saying. There's there's sun in the sky and it's definitely not in Portugal because it's been raining for three days. <laughs> <laughs> All the Sherlock's in the internet. See, Mus, yo, what if what if he was up north? Was it raining up north or down south? Was yeah. it raining in all of Portugal? Maybe it was in Madeira. Mate, this watching the fireworks. Right? No, Azores, no, because they're <laughs> draining system. No, I'm just, I'm just. Come on. We all um, started the year with year. That, Leave it alone. without bringing up the training. But, but that's all I'm saying. Just follow the facts. And those are the facts right. that are those in front of us. Those are the facts us. that we know. Now, uh, Benfica right now is, look, You the, the sad part is that this is going to drag out. Benfica wants as much money up front as possible. They have their reasons for not wanting to pay all that money up front. So it's kind of like playing poker. First one to blink loses. So this is going to drag out a little bit. If I'm Benfica, I get as much money as I can up front. And throw me Zayich, 
and pay me a salary for the next three years, and he could leave. He could leave tomorrow. That so, that so give me Zayek, baby. Do you give think, me another winger? Do you do you think that there's uh there's a deal like that in place where there's players involved? Because no, no, no. Because you remember when we uh, sent David, David Luis to Chelsea, we got Matic. Yeah, but that was thirty million. That was in no clauses. That was just right. And that was that was but one of the best deals being figure ever made. To, fa to facilitate the payment, maybe they throw in a guy in loan and and no, because it. because because Alfredo, no, right? Okay. No way! 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 It's not that Alfredo. No way. No, because you have to remember, Rico again. Based on what we've seen in the public eye, right? Rico has clearly stated that nobody's leaving. If you're not meeting the clause, if he does that, Ricosta is going back on his word. He can't. He, the only way, bro, he has to come out of this with as close to the clause up for whatever. It has to trigger that 120. They offered extra because they want leeway. That's my thing. We talked about on the last podcast about the 120. Like, why would I offer 130 if 120 is enough to trigger? Why would you offer 120, 130? But the reason is because they want to pay an installment. Right. So and it's like, listen, I'm going to give you a little impasse, bit of... The impasse now, is if you want to tell me they're going to throw 120 in players, fine. but I don't think it goes below that 120. No, I think that maybe they throw in a player to, to facilitate the installment, to make the installments... Yes, but it's 120. It. It's 120 it's plus... A, yeah, it's a, it's yes. 120, but if he wants that money up front. But the problem is Chelsea's players. What players they got that are worth like five, six mil? They're in eighth place. Eighth it's place. Okay. It's okay. I'll take Zayic. I take I put put sleeping errors on one wing, Zayich on another. Bro, we're good. Yeah. Does Zayich play? Does he play? Yeah. At Chelsea? Play Chelsea? He plays. He's on the team. Doesn't play a lot, but he's on the team. <laughs> yeah, he played against Portugal in the World Cup, unfortunately. Um. <laughs> all right. So let, let's let's like Sienna said. We we know what the facts are. So maybe you the conclusions you should be making is that yes, he is forcing his way out. Uh, everything else that's being said on on the the media, uh, I, I don't think it's correct. Uh, I mean, there's uh, Abola was saying that that Enzo spoke to to Roger Schmidt and they had a, a disagreement. I I don't know. It's just there's so much noise around this whole thing uh, that I'm I'm trying to stay away from it as much as possible and make my own. You have to remember his agent's going to be passing a lot of this information. To yeah, guys in the, the media to destabilize things. So, right. just because it's out doesn't mean it's fake. But doesn't not all of it. It doesn't mean that all of it is also true. So let's let's wait, wait, wait. Chris ahead, said that like we're playing poker here, and we're wait, we're waiting for this. We're playing first a game of chicken. Or first, first guy, yeah, first guy to make their their move. And I know Rui Costa came out and said what he said that no players leaving unless their clause is released, but. How with us dragging this on, let's say right up until the thirty first, how much of a disadvantage does that the put Benfica? Let's say at that at that point, the the clause is triggered, Enzo's gone, we get the million, but where do we have enough time one to to get the reinforcements with, with that that money now? How much uh, well, has that uh, destabilized the locker room? How many points have we lost? Like at this point, I know what Ricosta has said and. His intentions were right, but if this becomes too much of a fiasco that it starts affecting the team's on-field performance, just cut loose with the guy and get your money and start building up your reinforcements I, while you still have the time. I, I'd like to think that Benfica has been working on a, or has identified a couple guys to, 
to take play to to come in for Enzo. Guys that They're are promoting gonna... my neighbors, Julius. No, peraí, peraí. Um, <laughs> Benfica. I I think that from the way that Benfica's operated this season, especially in the off season, I'm a firm believer that they're actively uh, getting targets to replace him. Not that I don't think that Auschwitz would do a good job. As a matter of fact, he's being groomed to to be in that spot. He might not be the influential player that Enzo is, but if tomorrow Enzo leaves and it's Auschwitz and Tino, I'm happy. I'm happy with that duo. But that leaves that, that midfield a little bit too thin. Uh, and I don't think that we want to go with, with Chiquinho as, uh, as an option. But I would like to think that Benfica is actively working on replacing uh, Enzo, uh, especially when you see the success that, he, that he's had uh, in the World Cup at the world stage. And, and in the beginning of the season, what, there was already a lot of teams uh, sniffing around. Benfica had to know that Enzo is not going to make it past this season. They had to know. Regardless of whether these offers are coming in now or not, Benfica had to know that that he was at the end of the season, he's gone and should have been actively looking for targets that are going to replace him, right? They might now have to put it on a on on a fast track to get a, another guy because he's maybe leaving this January window. I heard they 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 got their eyes on an expensive target, the Nilo from Palmeiras. Well, there was a kid the from rest, Villiers also that Manchester City, City apparently is. But Danilo is, is a guy that they're really interested in. But the problem is the rest of Europe is interested and he's about 25 mil. Right. I think that the Enzo finds come once in, in a lifetime. Not once not in not a lifetime. Hire but, me but, as a scout. <laughs> but once in – it's not every year that you find a guy of Enzo's talent and potential for the money uh, and you're able to uh, beat everyone else to the punch. Uh, and somebody was sleeping for sure. Either that or Rui Pedro Braz did a wonderful job. But let me uh, let me. Nelson Torbenfa says. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna read a couple of comments. Nelson Torbenfa says Enzo used Benfica to go to the World Cup, raise his stock. Brian Peters, I need to know what was said between Enzo and Rui. Enzo devia ter levado algo mal. Uh, Benfica because uh, to be forcing his way out after four months is crazy. Um, listen, dude. The fact is that this phenomenal a lot offer, of money, bro. The guy's gonna get paid four times more. He's making at Benfica. He playing in the EPL. It's a lot of bread. And he told us all, as I mentioned before, Benfica's a trampoline. So he got it's he a got lot his wish. Of bread, man. Exactly. He got his wish. Reigning entertainment. He wants to be the a prick when a huge offer comes, but Benfica hold the cards. If Benfica wanted, we could just keep him on the bench, uh, keep him and bench him. Uh, for that attitude. The problem is Benfica would rather cash in. Bro, it's not a problem, uh, Rainey. It's not a problem. It's that a club like Benfica, a club in the Portuguese league, doesn't have the luxury of burning a 120 million euro ticket. Real Madrid might, but Benfica can't. And Benfica can't send this guy to the B team and punish him because there's no guarantee that this offer is there in six months. They have to cash in now. And the thing is that we all should be looking at the next few weeks, is what Benfica does with this money. Because a club that's prepared to handle these situations, because we all know, at the end of the day, it hurts, and, and, and it's painful to say it, guys, but we have to admit it. Portugal and Benfica is a feeder club. We're no longer the club that comes, you know, that gets players. We feed the big leagues. And so I don't think anyone should be shocked that Enzo was leaving. I think the shock is that he's leaving now, 
or after five, six months, and then 120 mil. I think that's the shock, that somebody actually would come in and trigger that clause. So you can't just devalue a player and throw them, you know, throw them to the wayside and then just lose that opportunity because 120 million euros for Benfica is a lot, a lot of cake. Um, so I don't, I don't think you just discard the guy. So here's here's the the question because we we've touched up uh, a little bit on this in terms of you know how does it affect the team how does it affect the locker room you know what's the vibe in the locker room but you also now have public opinion that's been turned against Enzo right do you start him uh, he doesn't play I don't think I don't think he you, do you can't st- put him in the field on Friday do you start him against Portimonense you can't put him on a field right the crowd's because, gonna turn on him and that's exactly it at any point and start the, him or, off the bench and the crowd turning against them. Does this now affect the rest of the team also? Because, you know, the 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 rest of the team can't be deaf to the fact that one of their own, and we all know that locker rooms are close knit groups. One of their own is being booed off the stadium. So what what do you do? Do you sit the guy until this kind of goes away and it reaches somewhat of a consistent point where the club could come out and make some kind of an announcement and kind of settle all the all the 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 the, the rumors and all the theories that are going on behind this? Do, is that what you do? Because if I'm the coach, I'm not starting him against Portimonense because I need to protect this team. You have to. I don't care about Enzo, to be honest, because if he wants to leave, why am I protecting Enzo? But I need to protect the team. I need to protect the harmony of the team. I need to keep the fans with the team, not mm-hmm. against the team. Absolutely. Not, Alfredo, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Dave, you? Do you start him, Dave? We already, just, we already said we're going to be out Rafa, potentially out... Nerish, depending on how this injury is going, who else do we have? Like this all go, this all ends up again with the lack of depth that we have. I think we might have to just start him out of necessity. Sean Evans, bro. <laughs> yeah, you like Sean He's he looks. I mean, I haven't seen much of him, but he's got a nice touch. He's a little kid though. Very small frame. Yeah, and he, the thing is that he tucks his, his shirt. Yeah, I don't know. It, it makes it, him look even shorter. And then his shorts are like down past his <laughs> knees. Like, yo, dude, roll up them shorts. Untuck your shirt. Roll yeah, down your socks. Pants. Yeah, I need to give him some style. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Dave, you make a great point. I mean, it, it's going to be a very complicated situation. I don't think he plays Friday. You can't play him on Friday. You can't play him, man. You can't play him on Friday. You can't have the fans turn on him. You can't have the locker room sour. At the end of the day, you need positive energy. Benfica just came off a very bad, bad loss. We need to get on the right track ASAP. Public opinion. You can't have the players. You can't have the the, the fans booing one of their own and have the, f- the the players need to feel that love and warmth. You know, you know that old saying. It's so Benfica, but much more in derrotas, something like that. Right, I'm a yeah. bigger Benfica. Like, be Benfica. I think. I think. What's his name? Savio commented on somebody's post. Somebody's ragging on Benfica losing three zero. And he said, "Pass Benfica, mas ainda principalmente muito mais que nas rotas." Something like that. But uh, Sheikh Marcelino and these guys on 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 the chat will know exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, man, like you need to to support this team after that loss. And again, this loss to me was at the worst possible time because of the whole uncertainty with Enzo. And that could all th- it could throw off a locker room, because before all these guys went on their, you know, their little holiday, their 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 their, their walk up break, 
you know, I'm pretty sure one by one the coaching staff and, and, and the preparador physicos and everybody told these guys, look, take care of yourself, take care of your body, don't get silly. We have a op an opportunity to do something very, very special this year. You know, we're, 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 we're playing the Club Bruges, and then we get through – Hopefully the ball falls, you know, our way again. And before we know, we're in the semifinals of a championship. Look at a guy like 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 Otamendi, who's 34. He's a month away from being 35. He's never won the competition. He might not come as close to as he might this year. These guys are all looking at this with anticipation, right? And then all of a sudden, Ricardo goes and Yeah, we sold one of your best players. Like, what message does that send? No, it's a very delicate situation. It's a delicate situation. But, but it's not. It's not that Rui Costa is forcing him out either. It's 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 Enzo that's basically played his now, cards. Now I think cards now, here. Yeah, Dave. I think now Rui Costa. I think now this whole situation with the attitude. I think Rui Costa gets a pass from the rest of the guys. But prior to this, imagine Rui Costa accepted the first offer when Locker and Real guys. I sold no. him for one twenty. Yeah, but I I also uh, you know I I agree that Benfica has to handle this situation in a very delicate manner, and by the same token, you can't open a precedent. Because now every agent is going to say, oh, well, uh, if you do this, you go to Argentina for New Year's, then uh, they will eventually <laughs> release you. Now, Benfica has to follow what the club's protocols are in terms of these transfers. The demands are the demands. And if the demands are not met, the player doesn't leave. We end up, you know, kind of guarding the, the player, recuperating the player mentally because after an an ordeal like this and if the transfer doesn't come true the player will I'm sure it'll be affected mentally so we kind of have to recuperate the player mentally as a result of of this whole fiasco if the player doesn't leave but by the same token we can't open precedents for this to happen again where are the players otherwise the 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 loonies are are running the asylum again you run the Which risk. Which they have been for the last three to five years, right? <laughs> Which they gone. But, dude, you run the risk. You run the risk of not getting that $120 million payday. That's the thing. And remember, 25% it, of that goes to, to, to River. You get you get the 120 no matter what. No, you don't. Because now at the, at the end of the Now we're at the end of this. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Are you getting it at the, one, at the end I'm of the season? I'm not sure. Because, because, because if champion. he stays now when he doesn't have the same attitude that he had previously, and he's moping around. But skill you're not getting skill doesn't go away. Yeah, but attitude does. Doesn't yeah. matter, bro. But skill if if and that might turn off teams. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the season, well, it should turn off teams. The fact that he's forcing his way out after four months because he could do that to, to whoever he goes to, and if he's not happy, all of a sudden Chelsea's in eighth place. Chelsea can't do anything. They don't make the Champions League for next year. You think Enzo's gonna want to play? Uh, Play uh, championship ball or EPL or the Carabao Cup <laughs> instead of Champions League, and and that's the thing, man. It's a lot of money for both club and player. I get it, but Benfica has to follow their rules and the protocols. But you and- find him. That's it. You find him. He doesn't play Friday. You suspend him for the game Friday. That's it. You setting your precedence. That's it. That's what do you the, want more? You want to hang the guy? No, no. Off the I, bridge I just don't want Benfica to open up their legs and give in. They're to not, his, bro. They're, okay. they're a hundred. Well, that, look, that's what I hope. They're a thousand percent gonna find him. Oh yeah, I without could, a doubt. He misses two practice sessions. They're gonna that's find in him. The employee manual. I don't think he plays Friday. 
I don't think he, I hope he doesn't play. And he shouldn't play Friday. Well, because one, because we talked is about he on the, the fans. bench, or they just no, even sh- no, not up. even on the bench. They should punish him and send a message. While you're here, you do as we tell you. Right. Let when him play against Brazil. Yeah, you don't play. For, you don't want him to play Friday because of the whole situation we talked about the fans. And then two, you want to send a message to the rest of the guys and the youngsters in the locker room that aqui can manda somos nós. Yeah, let him play against let him play against Verzin if he has to come out and play for the for the Portuguese Cup. Then you got Sporting after that, and you see where he is mentally after that. But I think that you you need like as I mentioned, you need to protect the team this Friday, especially coming off a bad loss where you need to respond and respond quickly on your next game. And I don't think the response includes Enzo, to be honest with you. Too much, too much distractions. I was reading the comment. Um, I know that uh, Brian Peters was asking about uh, Moreira. Moreira doesn't want to doesn't want to renew. Yep, he's got he's got other teams in Europe chasing him. He doesn't want to renew. So so Benfica's Benfica's whole mindset is why should we give time to a player who's who's who, who doesn't doesn't want to be doesn't want to see his future here. So, neither does Enzo. Does a bit. So, you ship him out. <laughs> but, well, I mean, we're, we're to, talking about... No, nobody like, wants to buy Moreira. That's yeah, I mean, difference. we're talking about different <laughs> different assets to the to the club. Uh, but, but yeah. And that, you got to show what you bring, you can bring to the table first before you start asking for your bag of, of money. Yeah, like but you know, the, all these young kids, they get, you know, they got the... The agents talking their shit up. You got people on on social media. Oh, you're the best. You're the bomb. In the meantime, you you haven't even scratched one of Ronaldo's uh, left testicles. In terms of <laughs> what you've accomplished, Cher Nadur is in the same category. Yeah, he's as another him guy, too, right? He's another guy. Yeah, but and Neto? that that they're trying to they're trying their very best to to extend, but he's got offers from. Clubs in the city, yeah, Juventus, one of them. And uh, these kids, look, at the end of the day, they want to make money too. Um, yeah, they want to make money, yeah. They want to make money, and if the money's there, hey, why not? I mean, these days football, there's no man. such thing as loyalty anymore. Yeah, money, money. They're loyal to money. Even Bernard Silva in his latest uh, Stop, interview man. to Record said, uh, my contract is up. But if I sign, uh, if I sign uh, for four more years, yeah, because he I wants be back, to try a new I could project. be back at at thirty three. Yeah, thirty four. Oh, f yourself, 34, man. Thirty four, bro. 34. Come back at thirty four. Get out of here, dude. That's not a Benfica. Oh, so, man. so you're that's on my a, side. That's you're an opportunist. Getting, you're finally no, coming I'm, over. I, I I always had the idea that Bernardo would save a good two years of his career to come and play at Benfica, and he could sign for Benfica for four years, have two good years, and the other two 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 years. Are on a decline. I'm perfectly fine with that. But when he comes out on the interview and he says, "I got my in- the contract is near. If I sign for four, no." Then but I he could- said he wants to try a new project in the summer, well, I- and then which if he does, he'll sign a four year deal. So then he'll come back then. But he's about to be Vigo. thirty now, so he'll be thirty four then. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. And that's Barcelona, right? The project. I don't know. He didn't well, say. I, I don't know, but yeah, Barcelona has been after him for quite some time. Uh, but the thing is that. Uh, and uh, never mind. We got we got a little bit of sidetracked, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, every young kid now thinks that they're better off that the the grass is always greener. No pun intended. On the other side, and sometimes it isn't like that. How many players have we seen leave the Seychelles and now they're playing in uh, Kazakhstan or or Turkey or whatever? Uh, many, 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 many. 
Uh, so and it a lot of it has to do with the their agents that get greedy. Uh, the agents get greedy. They want more money. They fill up these kids' heads with with these illusions of grandeur, uh, and then the kids just get lost. They get lost, but uh, you know that money that the agent picks up as commission that never gets lost. That gets goes in the <laughs> pocket. That gets spent. Uh, but you know. But anyway, uh, a few more things before we move on to um, to another another topic. Uh, Rodrigo Pinho went to Curitiba. Uh, João Ferreira. Remember Curitiba. João Ferreira? I remember João Ferreira. He was going to Juventus <laughs> for my goalie. Uh, what? Perini. 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 My boy Perini. And then and then they found the something wrong with his arm at the airport. It's amazing when what those X-ray machines could do at the airport. <laughs> Wasn't it? Wasn't Ferreira also uh, connected to uh, Barca. Barca? Yeah, they yeah. were linked. Yeah, they're linked. So now he's going to Watford. Benfica's going to get about three mil, I think, something like that. From yeah, yeah, it was two point five, I think, something like that. something like that. And then Sheldrup, Sheldrup, Sheldrup. The kid looks good on video, but everybody Sounds looks good like on a YouTube. Cough, cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, looks good on video, but what? But everybody looks good on on YouTube. Yeah, they put the best. Yeah. I mean, Andre Almeida come up with the best of them. That puts up that goal. Remember, they tried to cross and went up for 90? <laughs> but, I mean, he is the best uh, the best scorer in the Danish league. So. He's, and he's young. What's the Danish league? Tremendous, tremendous potential. What's Danish? Denmark? Denmark, but I yeah. thought Danish was like... How many how many teams can you... How many Danish teams can you name? Copenhagen. Who else? Uh, Chupenhagen. <laughs> Schupenhagen. Didn't we just play uh, Michelin? Kobe, they're, Kobe, they're, uh, they're from uh, Denmark, right? Michelin. Yeah, Kobevan? Kobevan is Copenhagen. That's Copenhagen, bro. But Michelin. Michelin. You know who's going to the uh, Danish league, though? Your boy. Joe Gonçalves. Gonçalves. He's going to where? He's going to Copenhagen. Kobe, yeah, Copenhagen. Yeah. Oh, I know a team. Uh, damn, we put a play. Hey, I put a player in the, in the first. I forget. I forget the name of the team. Um. Hey, no. Anyway, we got Portimonense. No. Yeah. Go ahead. We got Portimonense. So I'm just looking at the Danish league now. What, uh, go ahead, Dave. Thinking. Rattle off the the top five teams in the Danish league. Please, you know this isn't my forte. Half of the there's we, too many vowels like in these. Go ahead, uh, North Northland. Yeah. Viborg. Yeah. Copenhagen, there's your top three. Helsinger. I know a team, Helsinger. That's what it's called, Helsinger. Helsinger? Isn't they, Helsinger they from Helsinki? They might have relegated. They're no longer showing they're in the, uh, in the first division. Danish first league. division. Finland, bro. No, Danish first division, bro. Oh, Helsinger. I know that. Oh, who's the top five? So you said three already, Dave? Yeah. You got Silker, Silkberg. Silkberg. Uh, Odinus. That's Italy, bro. Yeah. You got Rangers, not Rangers, but Rangers. Rangers, Rangers. He's Boris uh, Nagra Rosa says Benfica had a Danish player in the '80s. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uloir. Who was it? Tusas. It was uh, Manich. Manish. Is it Manish? Manish. Uh, I thought it was somebody else. No, Manish is. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, Manik. Boris. Boris Negra Rosa. Yeah, Manique was from from then. Cristiano was thinking of Stromberg, but Stromberg yes. is Swedish. 
Okay. Yes. That's what but it was close. My niece, my niece, they're all blonde. My niece, I, I love those, those I, Nordic I, countries. I yeah. idolized my. Um, I was thinking Stromberg for some reason. I idolized my niece because he played with the compression, the blue compression shorts under his shorts. Oh, I, I absolutely yes. loved that. That was a great look. Um, and anyway. you loved my niece until he went to Port. Oh, wrong, my niece. No. <laughs> yeah, Porti, th that's the original money. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Portimonense Friday, 7 p.m. local, Estadio Luz, Rafa Aaron, Yellows. Dave, what's Portimonense up to this season? Uh, they're currently in eighth with uh, 19 points from six wins, one draw, seven losses this season. Uh, historically, we've got 37 wins, nine draws, two defeats against them. Uh, recent history since they've been uh, promoted back in uh, 2017, seven wins, two draws, and two defeats against uh, Portimines. Yeah, how many Porto players they got on the roster? <laughs> Raining. Brondby is uh, is uh, Norway, I think. Yep, I might be right. I might be wrong, but I think Brondby is uh, Norway. Uh, Boris is Airbus. Is a classic team. Airbus, Airbus, <laughs> Airbus. Uh, <laughs> Reinders, bro. Reinders. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know how many. It's possible that they have quite a few. It's uh, Porto's B, B team is Portimonense. Hey, they were they were cleared of any wrongdoing in the Nakajima. The, yeah. The, the, eight, the eight sales and acquisitions and loans. and. Did you say they were in eighth place, Dave? Yep. Uh, let me see. Yeah, you said they were in eighth place. Uh, ninth, oh, yeah, eighth, eighth place. Eighth place. So look, uh, I think Style it's the loose. It's I'm going to a prediction. I'm ready to go. Peray, peray. Let me let me set the stage, and then you can predict. Um, it's it's uh, it's a game where Portimonense feels that Benfica is going to need to to answer in front of their their fans, and maybe they're going to play a little bit with uh, with some of the anxiety that Benfica may have wanting to give a good answer. So may, they, I think they will defend in the first half. Defend with the two buses in front, and then look for those spaces to counter, like every team has has done to us, and 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 see if Benfica has guys that uh, that can open up those locks. Cristiano, what do you uh, think, brother? And by the way, Boris is here educating everybody. Bronby is in Denmark, which that's what I thought, but I stayed quiet because you guys. No, you said. <laughs> I didn't say nothing about Bronby. Bronby is the, is in Denmark. Is Dave, in Denmark, where's, not the, Norway. where's Bronby in? Uh... No, not Norway. I know where's Bronby in that table, bro. No, they're they were at the they're in tenth. That's why we never got to them. Yeah, they're oh, okay. big. Team, we only went as team. far as five because all yeah. everything below that we can't pronounce or Dave can't pronounce. <laughs> but um, getting back to my prediction, I'm glad. This is why we're teammates. Go ahead. Because had I had I talked without me remembering, um, I would have gone four zero. But then I remember no Rafa, no Enzo, possibly no Ners. So I'm gonna go three one. Three one for Chris. Instead of four one. <laughs> Instead of four four zero. Dave. Hey Dave, what's your prediction? Uh, I think we scrap it out, and it's gonna still. Be three points, but I'm not as confident. Uh, one nothing. I'm gonna say three zero. Hey, no, Boris went to see a Prince concert at Bromby, bro. This guy knows. You went to see a uh, Prince. I saw a Prince in concert at the Bromby Stadium. Hey, Makinapa. You're showing your age, Boris. Why? Well, could have been a little kid. His but, dad could have took him but by Prince his hand. hasn't been around for a good. Uh, Five seven years. So what? So he could, so he could, if he's twenty eight. Yeah, but he was touring maybe fifteen twenty years ago. 
28, he was 13 then. Quanto é a bola? Não eras puto. Era puto. Estás a luz. Estás a ver. But, yes, we know where Schaller Loop is from. Yeah. He's Norwegian. Yeah, him, Holland. They oh, got is nice he Norwegian teams. or is he Danish? Norwegian. Norwegian. He's Norwegian. Yeah. Like Arsenis. <laughs> Boris said, ask me, bro. Boris, how old are you, bro? <laughs> I'm going to say you're 37. Uh, 40, 46. 46? Yeah. I don't know, 46, and he knows how to use YouTube. That might be a little too old. <laughs> 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 Damn, bro, I'm 50. I could use YouTube. Well, you do that for work, bro. You're IT. Yeah, that's true. I'm not IT, but... Whatever, it's just disc C. <laughs> Go ahead, Boris. We're waiting. It's a delay. Remember, they're, they're delayed. They're behind us. They're like 15 seconds. Dave, uh, who starts... 77. That sounds about right. If <laughs> 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 you saw Prince live, <laughs> it had to be... Seven. No, it had to be did, he, his... did he mean Prince or Beatles? Because 77. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> that was it was a probably a, a double header. Prince, Prince opened opening, up for the Beatles. Prince Queen of all opening up for the Beatles. Yo, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's all good, man. Dave, it's all good. Hey, Boris. Welcome, Look. bro. If you're 77 for real, God bless you, brother. Um who starts that right back on, on Friday? Ooh. It's It's going to be Bob because he's uh, Schmidt's boy. Okay. So he says Ba. I think that, uh, you know, I got to praise Ba's attitude also. He came out in the presser and said we didn't, we just weren't good. I wasn't good. No, but there's some guys that rather criticize the team's performance. We'll blame it on the referee. He saw Shalana play this board. So did I. I, th I saw Shalana too. Yeah. I saw Shalana. But, but I'm I'm not 77. I saw Shalana. Oh, he's from 77. Oh. Shalana came up oh, to Toronto, so too, to play with the Legends team. He's not 77. He's from 1977. He's a little bit older than me, then. No, top he's, line, you're, Boris. So you're 45, we're... Boris. I'm not saying how old. No, 46, maybe. No, 45. Well, maybe. His birthday is like the last three days. He's 46. <laughs> he'll be 46 this year. Yeah, he'll be 46 this year. Um, anyway, this show is turned to the Bifika podcast brought to you by Boris, his age. <laughs> But, <laughs> well, we're, we're sponsored by that. Uh, what's that? Um, that company that does the DNA tests. <laughs> 23 and me. 23 and me. Yeah, 23 and me. Oh, uh, speaking of age, did you uh, did you hear about the uh, Nigeria Youth 17 team that got suspended by FIFA because no. none of the players, all the tests Man. came back that they were older. When was that? <laughs> it was not too long ago. I didn't hear that. And uh, what's the what's that famous Nigerian player that played for Barcelona? Uh, for Barcelona. Wait, you're talking about someone like though? He's Cameroon. Ito. He's oh, it's, I'm sorry. Then it's Cameroon, guys. <laughs> yeah, I didn't oh, read that like, right. No, and it was a picture of him. Uh, I know with, what's his name? I'm Munich. Didn't I'm Munich go from Sporting to Barcelona? Eto, Eto. Samuel Eto. But Eto, it's Cameroonian. Yeah, there was a whole bit. There was an article on the baller that said it had a laughing. picture of Eto. Dave, why are you laughing? Just how off we've been with these African countries. We're just well, no, I got it right. African, Scandinavian. We don't. We oh, don't discriminate. I, I said right away. Eto's Cameroonian, bro. I hope. I hope. I hope I'm right. Eto is come from Cameroon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Somewhere Eto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nick, did you read that story? I think that Nick started off for Real Madrid, too. by the way. So they went to Mallorca, Mallorca to Barcelona. 
Barcelona, Inter, Milan, just so you know. But whatever, that's besides the point. Go, keep going. Yeah, I saw Shalana play. I saw uh, Luvers Negris play at the old Stadio Luz. Yeah. I saw all those guys play on TV. Yeah. I didn't get, I never. The same thing. I never got to go. <laughs> I never got to go to, uh, unfortunately, I never got to go to uh, anyway, the old side. Anyway, uh, let's start wrapping this up. So January, we have Portimonense. Then we have uh, Varzi on the 10th, which is what, uh, Monday, I think? Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Uh, for the Portuguese Cup. And then we have Sporting on Sunday. Uh, so that's a week from this Sunday on the 15th. And 1 p.m. local. 1 p.m. for us. 6 p.m. for them. And, uh, and then we finish out the month... Uh, against uh, Santa Clara in the Sorge. That's right. I've seen a lot of people tweeting about buying tickets and whatnot. Yeah, they love going. going so- no, I'm not. I'm not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture. They revoke his passport. Yeah, there's a picture. I, I was gonna say I could a- go, but there's no guarantees I could get out. Nah, you get out. You'd be welcome there, man. You got uh, you got a lot of important, distinguished uh, Azorian citizens that are your friends. Here in America, that but I also protect. got some. You got Timo. I got some that are here Timo in America as well. That, that they find out I'm there. Skest. They pull in the electricity <laughs> plug. They pull in the plug. Yeah, Red Baron Cameroon. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Bro. Yeah, we've been messing up Scandinavian countries and African countries. All of this. You guys, you know that uh, geography is not our forte. Neither is uh, math. Eu sou mionis. Eu sou mionis. Benfica seven, Portimonense dois. That's Boris. Hey, no me. Machina. <laughs> Not when record is coming out saying Chiquinho will replace the suspended Rafa. So Boris is still chewing on the sh- on, on Chiquinho. The oh, what on, on the <laughs> on Friday? On Friday, Chiquinho will replace Rafa. That sounds like uh, like a <laughs> Brian. I was at that Dude. game, Brian. That sounds like a uh, oh yeah, I was at me that game Coley, too. Me, Coley, I was at that. I game. was at that game. Yeah. You know uh, trivia. Bye. Did you know? That on that game, and Boris, uh, uh, Boris and Brian. Brian, if you could verify this, then I, I know that you. You, uh, you were at the game. There was an ex-Benfica player f- playing for Aikapa. If you could tell me, then you could definitely verify... Oh. You could definitely verify that you were there. Don't digas, don't digas. Let Brian say it. You know Brian, it. who was the ex-Benfica player play, that played at IEK that day at the Meadowlands on turf? He said that was my first ever Benfica game. That it wasn't no turf, excuses. bro. It was turf. It wasn't it turf. Was it wasn't turf. It was turf. Do you think about the Marlboro Cups, bro? No. 2006 A-E-K, wasn't turf. I saw Benfica at the. So did I. It wasn't turf. It was turf. It was turf. No, it wasn't Katsarunis. It was Manu, bro. I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. It was Manu and Carlitos. It was a. It was a Brazilian player. Bye. But that game was not on turf, though. That's Maluk, man. I was there. I actually went. They had a dinner at Sport Club in Newark. It was Manduka. Man, yeah, I knew. That's what I, I, I said. That's what I meant. See, but that's, I swear to God, Alfred, that's what I meant. It was oh, Manduka. Yeah. But, yeah, that game was not on turf, bro. That's Maluk. Okay, I'll look at the game and I'll show you. Benfica versus IEK. I had a picture with my dad. Uh, facing the 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 stadium, but I can't I can't find it. Taki. Your photos. Five twenty seven seven. Olali. 
It's turf, bro. That ain't turf, bro. That's, that's that. Bo- that's turf. that BS that's grass. Al-Katifa, man. That's that. B- it's not. No, that's not Alcatifa. Alcatifa is what we used to play on the old Giant Stadium. That's turf, bro. The Marlboro Cup. Finish with some merda. The Marlboro Cup. Bro. You remember the Marlboro Cup? Hola aquí. That's me and my pops. That could be it's grass. It's fucking turf, that's bro. That's grass, bro. But they, no, they, it's not, bro. They painted over it. Okay, this should, let me see. I forgot I played on those fields, remember? Bro. I played after the game. That's a brincar, man. Olha aqui a camisola do Aikapa. Aikapa, Aikapa. Look see. at the fucking turf, bro. That's, that's not turf, bro. Those, the, those are the football turf, lines. Man. Those are the football lines. Bro, and on the side, can you listen to me? I'm not saying that's the case. Now I'm messing with you. But now pay attention. Oh, oh, it, could grass. Grass. Yeah. it could be there grass. There is video on YouTube. But on the, are you guys looking, but on the you guys side, sometimes they'd have grass on the field and they'd have turf on the sidelines where because the, the players stand on there all day. And they don't want that get to. They didn't want that to get muddy. I'm serious. I'm not even joking. And I, but I I played there. I played when Benfica when, when Benfica beat beat um Metro Stars three zero. Scott Minto, Thomas, all those guys were playing. I played. It was grass, bro. And that was before that. Just so you know. But go ahead. Yeah. Did you just show all your pictures to everybody? No. Oh. Just to myself. Okay. Yeah, it's right here. It's a while ago, bro. It looks like turf because of the shine. It does. But that doesn't necessarily just because it's got the lines doesn't necessarily mean it's turf. That's all I'm that's saying. The same game. Yes, yeah, the same game. And here it looks like grass. Five twenty-seven oh seven. Let me see if I have I have when this picture was uh, was taken. Whatever. We're we're we're, we're like running away from. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We, we gotta let's wrap up the podcast. Let's wrap up the podcast. Do you wanna read some more some more uh comments? Well the Meadowlands is turf now. Yeah, now and it's it was before it was that stupid ass rug. It was just turf. straight up carpet. Yeah. Yeah, nobody uh, half, no, half of it our was, listeners uh, it don't was, even know what we're talking about. It was Manduka. Yeah, that's I remember. I said uh I said what did I say? Dave, what did I say? I said Manduka, right? No, you said uh, no, Manu. You said... Manu, that's, yeah. I meant to say Manduka. That's what I meant to say. Little guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. No, we watched, I had dinner with them. Game, I had dinner yeah. with the whole team at Sport Club. Yeah. And then they went to sign autographs in front of Seattle's on Lafayette. Yep. That's one of those games at the end of the season that counts for basically. Remember when they nothing. played Amalek as well? Make, make Were you there for Amalek? The powerful Amalek. Was it Benfica that played the MLA? Yeah, yeah, of course. Don't, 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 or was it Porto? No, Benfica, yeah, man. Porto. Anyway, guys, we'll be back next week. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for joining us and entertaining us in our silliness here. Yep. Um, you guys are the best. Thanks to all the Freddies for yep. checking in. Thanks for all the comments. And yep. uh, we'll be back. Yep. Boris, take care, buddy. Everybody, all the Freddies, have a good night. Enjoy yourselves. Be good to one another. And uh, work, on those n- work on those uh, New Year's resolutions or something. Somebody was telling me that gym was packed today. That'll last about two weeks. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. See you guys. <laughs>